Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Terry Sisney, and it's a blessing to come to you today. I have a fresh word on my heart that I want to share with you. I love ministering about the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. We need the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost, the anointing. We need the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the power of God, to be credible witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not just optional equipment like power windows or uh, power steering or air conditioning or AM-FM stereo as opposed to uh, just basic uh, necessities. It is a requirement. The scripture teaches us that Jesus told his disciples, actually the Bible gives a very strong word. He said he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait there until they be endued with power from on high. Now that's Jesus' disciples. That's ones who had seen and experienced the power of God, cast out devils, uh, healed the sick, uh, did many uh, miraculous works as Jesus sent them forth under his anointing, under his uh, authority to do his works. But now he was getting ready to leave and he knew that they needed that power within them to continue and to carry on his work. And so he told them to go to Jerusalem and stay there and wait until the promise of the Father would come upon them, uh, which was the power of the Holy Spirit. Now let's look to the Lord in prayer as we prepare for this message and prepare to get into the Word of God today. Heavenly Father, we love you. I love your Word. I thank you, Lord, for the Word of God. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray that your anointing would be upon me as I speak your word today and upon your people as they hear your word. Let the word of God not just be information, Jesus, but let it be revelation. Let the word of God become revelation to every heart and every life. And we ask that in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. In the book of Luke, chapter 3, uh, verses 16 and 17, John came baptizing. And the Bible says he was baptizing with water under repentance. But he made a statement. He said, I indeed baptized you with water under repentance. But he said, There's one coming after me who's mightier than I, who's the latchets of whose shoes I am unworthy to stoop down and unloose. And he said, When he has come, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. In other words, John says, The Holy Ghost and power. It's clear that in the mind of God, Holy Ghost and power are synonymous. Holy Ghost and power are synonymous. And we could add the word anointing are synonymous. Jesus commanded his disciples, as I said, not to depart from Jerusalem until they were baptized with the Holy Ghost and power. He said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is a baptism of fire. 
the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, our God is a consuming fire. The apostle of faith, Smith Wigglesworth, said, every soul touched by Pentecost should be a live wire. Hallelujah. That means your life is a conductor for the power of God to flow through. On the day of Pentecost, they got more than tongues. They got fire. Every head got a flame. When you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, you'll speak in tongues. But if all you have is tongues, you're no threat to the devil. Just speaking in tongues is not a threat to the devil. Yes, they spoke with tongues. They spoke with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. But that's not all. So the point I'm making is two things happened that day. They got tongues and they got fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the Holy Ghost came, He came as a rushing mighty wind and fire. Glory to God. You need to speak in tongues. Definitely. You will speak in tongues when you receive the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But you need the fire. In the mind of God, they came together on the day of Pentecost. Tongues of fire. Tongues on fire. But religion, I said religion, has done a pretty good job of separating them. So now we have churches and individuals and denominations that still adhere to uh, the, the biblical concept of speaking in tongues, but they had no fire, no power, no anointing. If the Holy Ghost baptism is anything, it is a baptism of fire. If Pentecost is anything, it is a baptism of fire. If the Holy Ghost in your life means anything, it means that you receive power. Jesus said it. Ye, you, shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The word power, Strong's definition, the word power is force. Specifically miraculous power, ability, strength. Oh, hallelujah. This, this is what happens when you're baptized with the Holy Ghost in fire. Supernatural force and ability and strength. Miraculous power comes inside of you. The same power that flowed out of Jesus and healed that woman with the issue of blood. The Bible called it virtue. That same virtue that flowed out of Jesus is that same power that now resides in you as a child of God filled with the mighty Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The fire of God is an energizing force. It's a supernatural power. It's a divine energy that comes from the presence of God, a divine virtue, hallelujah, see the Holy Ghost, the fire of God, is a sanctifying, purifying agent, John said his hand, his fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, his floors is where he walks, He walks in you. He walks in me. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost comes and where the Holy Ghost lives and where He rules and where He walks, He will clean His house. Hallelujah. He will clean His house. He'll burn up everything that's of the world, the flesh and the devil. He'll burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. He will glorify Jesus in your life. He will give you power to say no to the flesh. He'll give you power to crucify the flesh. He'll give you power over the devil in your own life. And you'll be able to put the devil under your feet. He'll give you power over habits, over bondages and addictions. God does not want you to be addicted to anything except the ministry. 
He will give you power to be a witness. He'll give you power to be a blessing. Power to help others. He'll make your life a blessing to others. You become a channel through which the miracle life power of God will flow. That's what the Bible is speaking of in John 7 38. Jesus said, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Speaking of the Holy Spirit. The rivers of life. Rivers of healing. Rivers of deliverance. Rivers of peace. Rivers of joy. Rivers of life. Glory to God. Will come out of your innermost being as you become a channel, an instrument of power for God to live in and manifest Himself through. That's why Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4 and 7, he said, We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Glory to God. You will become partners with Jesus in the Great Commission. Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And then he said, In my name you'll cast out devils and you'll speak with new tongues and you'll lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. That's why the devil doesn't want you to be baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. When you are on fire for God, you are a threat to hell. Hallelujah. How many want to be a threat to hell? My hand's raised right now. Glory to God. I want to be a threat to the devil. Let me tell you something. A lukewarm Christian is a better advertisement for the devil than for God. Because our God is a consuming fire. In the book of Judges, we we read about a man named Samson. What a mighty man of God under the anointing that he was. And under this power and this unction and this anointing of the Spirit and the power of God, Samson caught 300 foxes. He tied them together in pairs. But the truth is, these foxes were no threat to the Philistines until he put a firebrand between their tails. Every two, every couple... He tied them together in pairs and then he put a firebrand between their tails. These same foxes that previously were little more than a nuisance suddenly became the Philistines' worst nightmare. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. How, 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 does that, how does that feel? I mean, what does that make you think? Man, you wake up in the morning and the devil goes, Oh no, they're up again. And, and you start walking through this life and, and the devil can't get you off his mind because you're a you're you're a, you're a pain to him you're a pain in his neck you you give him nightmares hallelujah amen they burned up their corn their vineyards their olive orchards what made the difference what turned these foxes who were little more than a nuisance at at worst into weapons of mass destruction <laughs> simple it was the fire it was the fire. Hallelujah. Some of you are going to, after this message, you're going to leave and you're going to walk out of your house and walk out of your room and the, the devil is not going to know what to do about you because you're going to be too hot to handle. Hallelujah. Somebody is going to catch fire today. Somebody is tired of smoke in their eyes. They're tired of the devil stealing from you. Tired of being sick and tired. Tired of struggling with habits and addictions. Somebody is going to surrender to the fire today. I prophesy. 
that the fire of God is coming to your life today. I prophesy that you're going to leave the lowlands of lukewarmness and indifference and backwardness and timid and shyness and you're going to come into your into your authority and into a place of boldness in God and the power and the anointing of God is going to fall on your life and you are never going to be the same and you're going to be a threat to hell. Hallelujah. Somebody else, I came to throw gasoline on your fire today. At one time you had the fire, you had the anointing, the unction of the Spirit on your life, but you cooled off. Things happened and and you got out of fellowship with God. You haven't been praying like you should. You haven't been in the Word like you should. You haven't had that time of worship and intimacy with God. And, and, and you've just cooled off. But the wind of God is blowing. Ikambo, Shindala, Banda, The wind of God is blowing right now. And it may just be a flicker. Buried in the ashes of disappointment and broken dreams. It may just be a flicker. Buried in the ashes of your past past and mistakes and failures but I came to tell you the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost the fire of God is burning the wind of God is blowing again hallelujah come on just lift your hands and tell him thank you God for the fire of the Holy Ghost thank you for the wind of the spirit tell him you want the fire tell him you want the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire glory to God just lift up your voice and let him know God I'm hungry and I'm thirsty hallelujah if you've cooled off just renounce that lukewarmness renounce that that indifference renounce that half heartedness and go for God hallelujah go for God glory to God just go after him tell him you want that fire tell him you want to be consumed by his fire you may say to me, man of God, I spoke with other tongues when I got baptized or uh, in the Spirit or I spoke in tongues last week. Well, I'm not just talking about speaking in tongues. I'm talking about a fire in your belly. I'm talking about a divine life, a power, an anointing in your belly, in your innermost being. And when you get a fire in your belly, you'll speak in tongues all the time. Hallelujah. You'll speak in tongues at the stoplight. You'll speak in tongues at Walmart, at the gas station. Glory to God. Uh, Paul said, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. Glory. That's what he said because he was full of the Holy Ghost. Why is it so important to pray in the Spirit, to speak in tongues, to pray in tongues? Why is it so important? It's important because it's the doorway into the manifestation of all the gifts of the Spirit. It stirs up the anointing and the giftings that God has put inside you. Hallelujah. It quickens and stirs up that supernatural dimension in your life. Oh yes, thank you Father. Thank you Father. Thank you for this wonderful gift of the Holy Ghost. It opens the atmosphere to the manifestation of the power of God. It builds up your inner man. Jude 1 and 20 says, Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It stirs and quickens your faith. Glory to God. If you want your faith to grow, pray in the Holy Ghost. If you want your inner man to grow and to be built up and to be strengthened and to be energized, pray in the Holy Ghost. If you want to flow and operate in the gifts of the Spirit, pray in the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost and praying in tongues, is it's like the master key that introduces you 
into the fullness of the manifestation of all the gifts of the Spirit and all the operation of the Spirit of God through your life. It's a tremendous, tremendous gift and a tremendous blessing to your life that anytime, anywhere, you can you can uh, go into that spiritual dimension and you can begin to pray in the Spirit, build yourself up, tap into the anointing, tap into the giftings, tap into that those spiritual resources that are in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It stirs and quickens your faith. Glory to God. See, the Word of God is powerful. The Word of God is important. But if you don't have the quickening power of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God will just be a letter. It'll just be information. It will just, it won't be much different than reading Reader's Digest and, and reading uh, Time Magazine and reading the newspaper. It's just information. But when the Holy Spirit, the wind of God, the breath of God, breathes on that word, hallelujah, it becomes quick, it becomes powerful. John 6 and 63, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. Because they were words that came forth from his lips under the unction and under the breath of the Holy Spirit. They were spirit-breathed words, glory to God. And when the Spirit of God breathes on His Word, it becomes alive, glory. If you want revelation in the Word of God, pray in the Holy Ghost, because He will. He is the Spirit of revelation, and He will stir, and He will quicken your faith, and He will cause the Word of God to live in you. Amen. All of the kingdom of God is in the Holy Ghost. Romans 14 and 17 tells us, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Think about that. Healing, deliverance, miracles, signs, wonders, supernatural joy and peace are all the manifestations of the kingdom of God. And they are all the product of of the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, thank God. I thank God for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just speaking in tongues. I, I feel that anointing coming right now. The Holy Spirit is not just speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit is not just an energy force. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is... Jesus unlimited in your life. The Holy Spirit is Jesus unlimited by that flesh body. He can be in all of us everywhere at the same time doing the same things that He did in that flesh body called Jesus. Now, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus is reproduced in us all over the world doing the same things that He did when he walked the shores of Galilee because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Holy Spirit is the one. He's the doer, the mover. He's the, he's the energy life, the force, the power of God, the anointing that produces the manifestations of the kingdom of God. Jesus himself said, If I by the finger of God, or if I by the Spirit of God cast out devils, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. The kingdom of God is the will, the government, the 
dominion, the authority, the rule of heaven manifested in the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit, through earthen vessels, through you and I, through those who have received Christ as King and yield to His government in our own personal lives. And then He manifests Himself and He manifests His rule and His government in the earth and sickness and disease and disorder and malady and confusion and fear and bondage has to be broken because the kingdom of God destroys the works of the devil through the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Jesus was completely dependent upon the Holy Spirit. The apostles were completely dependent upon the Holy Spirit. And we must be completely dependent upon the Holy Spirit. Zechariah said, It is not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. By my Spirit, saith the Lord. All the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the demonstrations, the manifestations of the power of God from Genesis to Revelation are all the operation of the Holy Spirit. It's impossible for us to have the demonstration and the manifestation of the supernatural dimension of God without the person and the presence of the Holy Spirit. We will only have Holy Spirit operations and manifestations where we create an environment and an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit is pleased to dwell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1 John 2 and 20 I love this scripture. It says, And ye have an unction from the Holy One. We've come to know the word unction is synonymous with the anointing. And that's true, but only if you define the anointing correctly. Many believers have come to an understanding that the anointing refers to the mighty indwelling presence and power of the Holy Spirit. And it does refer to the Holy Spirit, but there are actually three aspects and even four operations of the Holy Spirit as pertains to our lives as followers of Christ and children of God. Number one, He is with us, bringing us to salvation. Number two, He is in us, He dwells in us, Christ in us, through the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And number three, He is through us, flows through us, out of us, as rivers of living water. And number four, He comes upon us, a power upon us, or an unction to serve, an ability, a supernatural life power. Even as a mantle in the Old Testament, it was looked upon as a mantle, like the mantle of Elijah. And when Elijah was caught up into the heavens in the whirlwind, uh, then, then the mantle dropped down to Elisha, and he picked up the mantle. And of course you know that Elisha walked in a double portion anointing uh, of the anointing that was upon Elijah's life. And so the mantle symbolizes the anointing that was upon him and that is upon us. The unction, the anointing, is the Holy Spirit coming upon us for service, for ministry, for casting out devils, for healing the sick, for preaching the gospel. We find reference to that in Judges when the Spirit, uh, the anointing, would come upon Samson and he performed supernatural feats of strength under that anointing, when that anointing was on him. And when the hand of the Lord, again is referring to the unction or the anointing, came upon Elijah, he outran Ahab's chariot for 20 miles. Then in the New Testament, Jesus told us that the key to his power and the key 
to the, the, the works that he was doing, the miracles that he, was, that he was doing, was the anointing that was upon him. The anointing of the Holy Spirit that was upon his life. Jesus said in Luke 4, 18 and 19, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Isn't that interesting that he said, is upon me? Because he has anointed me. That anointing is upon me. It's a mantle. It's a divine power that is resting upon Jesus. To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That anointing was upon Jesus for service. It empowered him for service. It empowered him for ministry. Glory to God. And it's the same thing for you and I today. It's the same anointing. It's not a different anointing. It's not a different Holy Ghost. Some people have the idea that Jesus had the full grown Holy Ghost and we have the the baby Holy Ghost or we've just got a a little starter pack Holy Ghost. No, my friend, that's that's not true. That's not biblical. We didn't get a portion of the Holy Spirit and then later on we get more of the Holy Spirit. It is true that He gets more of us Hallelujah. It is true that we yield more to Him. We surrender more to Him. But when we receive the power of the Holy Spirit, He comes to live in us. We receive all of Him. Glory to God. We didn't just get a a little part of Him. We didn't just get a leg or a foot. and, And later we get more. We get a hand later. And we get eyes later and ears later. No, no, no. No, when He comes in, He comes in in His fullness. The Bible said, Of His fullness have we all received. Glory to God. And it even goes further and says, And ye are complete in Him, who is the head of all principality and power. So we understand the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us. He is coming upon us. And it is the same Spirit, the same power that was upon Jesus' life. The same Spirit that raised Him from the dead is the same Spirit that now dwells in us and comes upon us and anoints us and equips us and empowers us for service. Thank you, Jesus. How many want that unction and that anointing on your life for service? How many want more than just to know that you're saved and just to know that you're going to heaven when you die? How many want to truly be God's hands extended? You want God to use you to bless humanity. For behold, I send the promise of my spirit upon you. It is my spirit, saith the Lord, that raised up my son from the dead. And it is that same power and that same anointing that I do breathe upon you today. And I do release upon you today. Even now, as you are hearing my word, saith God, is there an impartation taking place? A quickening. Ha ha ha. For there is a fresh wind of heaven blowing even now, saith the Lord. A fresh anointing is coming upon your life today. Even as you are listening to my word and my word is entering your heart, my word is quickening you. 
My words are spirit and they are life. And they are stirring up and they are quickening you, saith the Lord. And you are moving into a new dimension of glory, a new dimension of power, a new dimension of usefulness and fruitfulness in my service and in my kingdom, saith the Lord. So lift your hands, open your mouth, begin to rejoice and praise me, saith the Lord. And as you lift me up and as you worship me and as you praise me, Fresh oil is coming up on you. Feel that anointing coming now. Fresh oil is coming upon you now. A fresh anointing of my spirit is coming upon you now, saith the Lord. And things that had bothered you in the past are going to slide off of you. Things that had bothered you and plagued your mind are going to slide off of you because they will not be able to stick to you because of this fresh anointing that I am pouring out upon you even this very hour, saith the Lord thy God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Did you receive that word today? I hope you received that word today. That unction, that spirit, that power, that force pushes these rivers through us. It causes these rivers that are inside of us to flow out of us. That unction, that anointing upon us. I, I, I like it. I like to liken it to its thruster power. Hallelujah. It's it's in a sense the blasting power. Amen. It's this anointing upon us. It engages the spirit within us to flow through us as rivers of healing and miracles and signs and wonders and gifts. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, stay in Jerusalem until you get it. Stay in Jerusalem until you're endued and clothed with power from on high. Glory to God. Jesus said, you get power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll be witnesses. See, it's important today that we receive this anointing to make us credible witnesses unto the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We must have this anointing to be credible witnesses to the fact that Jesus is alive. Jesus is not dead. Jesus is alive. And since he is alive, he will do the same thing that he has always done. He heals the sick. He delivers the bound and the oppressed. He sets the captives free. He works miracles and signs and wonders because he is the same. Hallelujah. Through the power of the Holy Ghost in your life, in my life, Jesus Christ lives today. Glory to God. Two specific things happened in that upper room. The Spirit came upon them. Bible says tongues of fire like tongues like as fire set upon each of them and the spirit filled them they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance both activities and operations of the spirit the spirit within the spirit upon unction and power as we spend time with God as we spend time in his presence as we yield to Him, as we submit to Him, as we surrender to Him, as we read His Word, as we worship Him, as we honor Him and lift Him up, 
we he rubs us with his anointing glory to god he rubs us with that power he rubs us with himself in essence he puts himself on us and we are changed the bible says as we behold as in a glass the glory of the lord we are changed into that same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the lord my friend this is wonderful the holy spirit wants to empower you to be a witness to the resurrection life of jesus he wants to empower you to be a credible witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listening to me today, this may be so exciting to you to hear this truth. And yet right now you're, you're not in a position where you can receive this anointing because you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Ask Him to come into your heart today. Tell Him that you want Him to be your Lord and Master. Surrender your life to Him. Just say, Lord Jesus, thank You for dying on the cross for my sin. Thank You for taking my place. Thank You for going to hell so I can go to heaven. Thank You, Jesus, for setting me free. I believe that You died for me. I believe that God raised You from the dead. According to the Word, if I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus Christ... And that God has raised him from the dead. He died for my sins. Put my sins away. And he raised from the dead for my justification of life. I have new life in Christ. Now my friend, if you have prayed that prayer from your heart, you are a candidate to receive the great mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost. Peter said, this promise promise of the Spirit, the promise of the Holy Ghost, the promise of the indwelling, the promise of the power of God coming upon your life to make you, to make you fruitful, productive, and powerful in service and ministry. He said, this promise is unto you and unto your children and unto all that are far off, meaning those who have not even heard the gospel yet. They're afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. If you have heard this message today, God has called you. You're called. You're called by God. You're called by God to be one of His faithful witnesses. Now just lift your hands and let's thank Him. Father, thank You for Your Word today. Thank You for the mighty Holy Ghost and power. Thank You for the anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. I yield myself to you today. I yield my members to you today. I yield my mind to you, my heart to you, my body to you. I yield my tongue to you today, God. Fill me with your mighty Holy Spirit. Fill me with your mighty Holy Ghost and power. And use me for your glory and for your honor. In Jesus' name, amen.